Beers with Dave's. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Beers with Dave. I'm Dave. And I'm Dave. And thanks for watching today. Um, okay. When do I do the subscribe part? You do it right right away. Oh, it'd be really good if you guys subscribe. Yeah, it would actually uh, help quite a bit. And you'll notice that uh, we've made uh, quite a few changes. So first of all, the Devil TV, it's no more. No more TV. No more TV. What did you do with it? Uh, we put it in the boardroom. Oh, okay. So it's going to go to a good new home where people will love it and respect it and take care of it and not call it really bad names like I was. We've also uh, established that uh, I have to stop squaring. I can't do it anymore. Um, yeah. Is it because you want to be a better person? No. No. Okay. No. Not at all. Not at all. It's because I can't advertise these videos if I swear. So it's purely from a, a potential profit perspective. Okay. So, but I got to continue saying to subscribe. So subscribe. Oh, sorry. Yes. Yes. Uh, watch our videos on YouTube. Yeah, absolutely. And the audio version on, I think, any... Pretty much anywhere. Anywhere. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 who do we have to thank today? Oh, oh, our first subscriber ever. Yes. Number one fan, yes. Sarah Purdy. Absolutely. We're pretty excited to have you. Yes, thank you for, for subscribing. Uh, invite all your friends and their friends and their friends. And their cousins sometimes. We're not we're not just picky to friends. No, we're we're pretty picky. Okay. All right. Yeah. Only invite your friends, Sarah. Yeah. 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 All right. So, Dave. Yes. You want a beer? <laughs> Absolutely, buddy. Okay, Can't so wait. what we got today, because it came in a four-pack. Yeah. Which is, we're awfully excited because it's <laughs> it's very delicious. Uh, North Shore uh, from the Tatamagush uh, Brewing Co. And uh, I think that this is probably, we'll see today, but it's got to be one of my top ten. Yeah, easily. What do you think about that? Yeah, it's delicious. Yeah. I, I think you've only drank nine beers, though. <laughs> I got it. I can't. I got to switch hands. I almost poured it from my. Yeah, this is uh, this is awkward. All this gear makes this stuff. Uh... What if I spill the beer on your sound system? Oh, I could man. watch your face. I got the uh, spill protection really? from Amazon. No, I didn't get the spill protection okay. from Amazon. How dare you make me look like a fool? <laughs> uh... Again, I think the thing is, I think you're supposed to actually get a good amount of head on it, but mm -hmm. I, I find the foam. So I just want to be clear: it's because I'm better than you. Okay, well, and uh, I'm a more experienced beer drinker fun, and beer pourer. Have fun spending this podcast talking to yourself. Yeah, it's going to be beers with beer with Dave. Are we yes. cheersing? Yeah, of course we're cheersing, and then you just were rude. Cheers, buddy. Delicious. Tanama Gush Brewing Co. That seriously is really Congrats. good. Oh, and Sarah, Purdy's, Sarah Purdy's name just fell down. Oh. Okay, but not you never fall down in our hearts. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay, so we got some interesting uh, topics today. They were all picked by Dave. Um, so That's it's not gonna, true. It's some gonna... of them are on your list. Okay, okay. When I'm telling the story, it's my story. Okay. Okay, so these were all picked by Dave. Nope. <laughs> and uh, so the topics today are going to be, we're going to talk about the meaning of life and what we think that really means. We're going to talk about bucket lists, um, assuming that means a list on a bucket. That's Okay. <laughs> That's not where you keep your list? It, it is, actually. Okay. Yeah, uh, it is. Um, I call my buckets totes, though, because apparently I think that's a Canadian thing. Actually. Totes? Yeah, like a tote. What are you talking about? We'll talk about it later. I'm going to talk about childhood teasing versus growth. I think uh, my audio feels... I'm hearing it in one ear. Well... <laughs> it's in this ear, but not this ear. So, uh, so um, we're using a splitter for our audio okay so i think that has something to do i with hear it. it's no normal now 
Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, okay. bullying. Okay. Childhood teasing versus growth. Yeah. Uh, so you're going to have to frame that one because I know you, you picked all these. And then uh, what makes money versus your passion? So I think we can get through all of these. I mean, you had some fun things. Uh, we'll, we'll do it some more. <laughs> no, we didn't. No, we're so going to start with these four so and then we're going to do the framework. <laughs> Dave sends me this list and he's, he's very persistent. Can you look at the list I put on Google Drive? Uh, I want you to pick what you like. And why, and why was I so persistent that you looked at this list, Dave? Because I thought that some of our subjects in other episodes is just a little heavy, and I was like, we should lighten it up. So <laughs> Dave did his best version of lightening up, and he actually paid someone to come up with fun things. Yes. Well, and then So I went on, and I actually found the wrong document, and I picked a bunch of his heavy stuff that <laughs> he was trying to get avoided, and he was so upset about it because yeah. he didn't know that I picked the wrong doc, and he said, oh, so I guess you don't like any of my ideas. So just to be clear, one of my items were talking about this dude that was parkouring across roofs and how the like the cops and the firefighters had to go get him. That would have been a great topic, but it, no. No, but we're, no, we will talk about that. We're not going to talk definitely about talking it. It's about off it. of the list. Okay, so what's, what's our first one? The meaning of life. So we're starting real okay, heavy. So you start with the meaning of life because this was your idea. No, no, this is your idea. These are all your ideas. Okay, meaning of life. Um, I, I, I guess, uh, I guess, I guess when you're thinking about what I could contribute to life, I think that's what. I guess maybe not meaning, but I guess what I, I, I'm hopeful to get out of it is that I contribute something beneficial, whether or not it's through my friends, my family. Some, something to actually make the world a little bit better. Sure. I think that, uh, I guess it's tough to go from the, the meaning because <laughs> the meaning of life could be nothing really technically. Um, if you're looking at why everything kind of exists, it depends, I guess, if you're religious or not. Sure. But what standpoint are you doing it from? From kind of like a religion? I don't know, why, David, why, it's why, why are we here standpoint or a... Uh, what you're hoping to get out of it, what you think is kind of the ultimate thing. Yeah, well, I think I think first and foremost, this is going to be a different answer for everybody, and I yeah. think that's perfectly okay, right? Um, and I don't necessarily think that any answer is wrong, right? So, so I know for myself, and kind of a very, very uh, similar trajectory as you, is I want to leave uh, uh, my my successors, my heirs in a better position than, than I myself am in, right? And again, not necessarily monetarily, but could just be in general in life, right? So positively impacting the future generation, right? Um, and I guess you can throw in the world with that too, but for me, I guess I'm a little more selfish than you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think the I, it very much matters to me to know – what I'm doing, how, how it's affecting other people. Sure. I think of other people when I, when I choose whether or not to do something, I try not to have just completely selfish intents. Sure. Um, so that, like, have you ever thought, this is kind of heavy. <laughs> have you ever thought about like, great your, topic, Dave, about your, like your funeral, like what, how people would, what they would say about you and stuff like that. Oh, absolutely. Okay. And more than, more than is probably healthy. Okay. And, and what would you come up with? Uh, so I have, I, I need, I need to matter in people's lives. Uh, and I don't necessarily mean in like, I have to be the most important, uh, person in people's lives. What are, what are you doing, Dave? That's totally what you mean. <laughs> no, 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 it's not. No, it's not. I just need to be, imp- I just, I just want to impact people. I want to positively impact people and help people I, become better. You made me do a real spit take. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Oh man, it just reminds me of the thing that spit on my my leg. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just and we'll leave it at that. They won't know. If, <laughs> no, if it was won't. just somebody randomly on the street. Yeah, um, it was. Yeah, it's funny because uh, when I've thought about it, I've thought of like what? How do they describe it? Lately, it's like as a father. Okay. Uh, before that, I was more kind of obsessed about work ethic than anything else. It's like, oh, you were so hardworking. You did sure. all this stuff. Um, but now that I have children, that's changed a little bit. I'm more, I'm more proud of actually what I can do as a father. Um, or maybe, you, pride, uh, maybe change the word pride more con- con- uh, conscious about what yeah. I do as a father. I, I think it's I think it's interesting because I was raised with the belief that, and I think this might be where we we differ a little bit. And again, it's no right or wrong; it's just differing opinions, right? I was always brought up that uh, a good father was someone that worked very very hard for the family, even if they weren't present all the time, right? Um, so I know that that talking about funerals and morbidity and, and all this type of stuff, right? I think it would be very important for me to be remembered as the individual that worked hard uh, for their family and succeeded. Not to say that's the only way you can work hard for your family, right? Um, but those would be very much uh, things that I would want to describe me. Yeah, because my, my, I remember my mom, my dad would never uh, kind of toot his own horn. You tearing up a little bit, Dave? No. Okay. But I do feel like I'm going to sneeze. Yeah. I can tell. <laughs> Sneeze uh, that way, okay? <laughs> we got to make sure we don't get COVID. No, I'm sneezing. Ah, uh, this video just got demonetized because we talked about COVID. Really? Yeah, I don't know, man. Well, just don't swear. I didn't swear. Okay, you're about to. Now. I know I was. <laughs> um, my dad would never toot his own horn, but my mom would on his behalf a lot when I was young. So she would always say, sure. you know, you have such a good father. Why, why? And then um, a lot of believe it, her? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I still do. I'm going to try not to touch my nose anymore. You should just go sneeze. No. You should no. just take a hiatus. I will capture the audience. Sneezing and make sure is a that... sign of weakness. Okay. <laughs> Every time you sneeze, an angel loses its wings. Is that how it works? I think so. Okay. I think I read that on you know Billboard. Yeah. Uh, that's where I do most of my reading. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just drive by. Oh, that was a good one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um Anyway, my, my dad uh, coached us playing basketball. He came to every sporting event. Yep. Uh, he, was, he was very present that way. So I think that because of that part of it, um, I've kind of encompassed that more than just the money-making part. Sure. Sure. And then, you know, it's uh, – I know we've had this conversation before, but I don't necessarily think success is is financially driven, right? Like, you know, you could love what you do uh, and, and not make a lot of money and, and you know, well, provide good for families, right? Well, that actually ties into a different subject we have. Okay, we'll wait for it then. We've got to stay on point. No, but this was actually a good transition. Don't we want to transition? What's the word? A segue? Segue, yeah. Yeah, okay, we, we, we had segue. a natural segue. Oh, okay, that's fine. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Are we doing the segue? Yeah, we're going to do the or segue. Or you still want to do the meaning of life? Not, yeah, we're doing the meaning of life. But now you want to switch over to freaking what makes money your first your passion? Yeah, because I thought I wanted our podcast to look like we were good at it. We're not good at it, Dave. <laughs> okay, this so is... what? Or what's left in the meaning of life that you want to contribute? I was done. You were on your point. Okay. What about the circle of life? <laughs> it's a good song. What about the tree of life? Yeah, I have one. Yeah, you have. A, you want to show everyone your tattoos? <laughs> I can have a little stick and point at them all. Yeah. yeah. Can you? Yeah. Do you know where they all are? No, I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, weird would be if I did. I'd be like, "That's where the scorpion is." Yeah, where is the scorpion, Dave? I think up here. Oh, okay. Is it two? There's two. Yeah, I think. Is Plus, that... add a couple. Add one. Well, who needs more scorpions? 
Three scorpions. What yeah. type of scorpion phase did you go through? Uh, were, they, big one. were they on sale? They, you know what it was? Oh, man. So what ended up happening was, uh, so I got my first tattoo uh, when I came home um, being done basic training when I go, when I joined the military. And uh, so I got my first tattoo. I'm going to say it was like a, a Thursday night, let's say. Uh, I got my second tattoo on the Friday night. And these were big pieces, too. Like, they were monstrous in size. Uh, what was the first one? Scorpion. So you started with the scorpion. Yeah, and then my second tattoo was another scorpion. Okay, so okay, but just why the scorpions? Because I'm a Scorpio. Is that really why? Yeah. Oh, that's such a bad reason. What do you mean? You got it because of your, your sign? Yeah, but then it also has an Egyptian Ankh on it, so it was this whole idea of living forever and blah, 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 blah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Just to say, for someone that tries to be as matter-of-fact and as like business-orientated as you, you got a lot of mumbo-jumbo on your body. I only have one. <laughs> Just one mumbo-jumbo? Just one mumbo-jumbo. <laughs> okay, so yep. um, to go on the point I have about what you do that generates money versus what you do that brings happiness. Sure. I was setting up at the farm last night, uh, and I was just looking at the farm. and, and Petting milkshake? Yeah, milkshake's my Does cow. milkshake bring all the boys to the yard? Um. Not all of them, but a fair share. Quite a few? Okay. Yeah. Cool. It's really frustrating, actually. Yeah. <laughs> and then these just men just oh, show I just, up. I just try to park my truck. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, can you move? They're, they're, and then like, move. Yeah. A bunch of millennials. Yeah. I'm a millennial, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> isn't it Gen, uh, Gen Y, Gen Z now? Gen Z, isn't it? That's the next one? I thought one? it was like... Inter- I don't know, dude. Isn't it like there's a Gen I for internet or something? Did I make that up? I think you made that up. Okay. I mean, it's probably real. And if it's not real, it's going to be after this podcast because yeah. we're movers and shakers. Yeah, because Sarah's telling everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so um, the couple that came over and helped me, I have a goat that's sick. Yes. His name's Kevin. Yes. Shout out to Kev. Kevin's feeling better. Good. I know Kev's watching. That's <laughs> we said you can listen to the podcast anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, so it's in the barn. That's good. Yeah, that's sweet. Um, <laughs> got to be a fortune to get internet there. But yeah, it was worth yeah it. no doubt. They can't. They have a goat farm. They got like I think 120 goats, and they milk the goats, and they come in different products and stuff like that. And I just think it would be hilarious to be a farmer, like a full time farmer. Um, so, at what point are you no longer like a part time farmer and you're a full time farmer? Because you got a lot of shit going on. I, th- I think uh, that would be more. I think if your farm made like thir- you literally have a farm hand. I think if you have somebody that you pay <laughs> yeah, to I, take care of your shit because I'm lazy. God. I just swore. Oh. We gotta bleep that out. Okay, what's this? What's the time? No, that's fine. It's because it's uh, it's um, it's a fecal is that, matter. Is, is, okay, it is right. Good. So it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Because ah, we're talking about cow manure. Yeah, cow. Yeah, yeah. Shite. Google, do not demonetize <laughs> Please, this thing. Google. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't do that to Sarah. <laughs> um. Okay, so I think if you made like thirty grand a year, sure. I think you'd say that's a full time. Because that's like full-time income. Is that a fair? Yeah, that's fair. I'd say. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I just thought uh, that would not generate the amount of money that I can do in my finance gig. Um, At what point is there like what you can make to provide for your family if you have to be the provider? And what could you make versus your passion? Uh, I just think there's a line there that um, is sometimes a tough one to do, especially when you have children. Oh, totally, man. And and I think a lot of it comes down to – what you're you're passionate about and 
and where your interests actually lie. I, I know for both of us, we love the aspect of building business, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's super fun. Not everybody thinks that, right? And you look at kind of the the art community and um, you know musicians and 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 um, you know painters and stuff like that. Didn't you say today that you'd love to be a, a musician? A famous musician. Famous musician. Over being a famous actor. Okay. Yeah. Those are the hard hitting debates that we have when yeah. we're at lunch together. I win them all. Yeah, because I, I give up. I have to just go back to work at some point. <laughs> oh, but you're, but you're right. There is, one of the driving forces for us is the creating. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Right. So it has nothing to do with necessarily what we do. Obviously, I love what I do. Right. Um, but I think even you were saying I would be equally happy building another business. Right. Uh, even if it wasn't the same industry or anything like that, just just being able to to do that. So that's what I that's what I like doing. And but like forging, forging is uh, my recent hobby. I find it, I, lo- I love it. Yeah. Um, the chances of me, even with my business aptitude, to make a you know a very successful job forging. Sure. Because uh, there's so much practice and stuff like that. I think yeah. if at some point it could it could work. Um, it's something that could be detrimental to my family. So it's like follow your dream, passion. Versus what do you can do as a provider is sometimes a tough thing because I think what um, a lot of times the advice is that you get is go follow your dream. Oh, it, it, I, I think people should follow their dreams to their hobbies. Do you know what I mean? Right. So if you have a, an intense passion for painting and you want to go to art school, um, you should fully be aware, well aware that you're probably not going to make a lot of money going to art school. Right. Um, but there's nothing to say that you can't do art as a hobby and then sell art on the side. And then, you know, maybe it might take you 10 years to build up a full-time income, but then you can do it full-time rather than starting off right from scratch and, and ending up, you know, struggling with finances. Right. I think it's easier too if you have a partner and and not to put pressure on a partner where somebody that they're with has a dream, but to have a, a baseline steady income in the family, I think really gives a lot of flexibility to kind of go out and do there. Like I, um, I listen to, um, there's a lot of podcasts. Yep. Um, and I, I also listen to uh, comedians and cars getting coffee by Jerry. Jerry sure. Seinfeld. I call him just Jerry. Jerry, Jerry. Yeah. Jerry bear. He would not like to be called Jerry bear. You know what? He's kind of a dick. eh? Yeah. No, I think he's way nicer than anyone thinks. I think he just has hilarious deliveries. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. You should, uh, anyways, uh, a lot of the stories is uh, about how um, a lot of the successful people had parents that paid for them. Said, "Hey, I'll pay you for a year. Hey, I'll do this. I'll pay for your apartment for a year. That type of stuff." That reoccurring story is so consistent, where they have somebody that is actually kind of footing the bill to give them the luxury to go take the chance. And I I'm not saying it's everywhere, but um, a lot of the people. So you that mean are, you mean talking about like the arts community and stuff like that, right? Yeah, so when you look at, hey, I want to go be a famous artist, and you go compare yourself to famous artists, I think it might be challenging if they had the luxury of doing it because somebody was helping them financially. And then well, you're looking at them as the success model, but you don't have anyone to help you financially. You just don't. You might not have the same to be able to put all your money into that art show, to be able to put all your time into this. No, I, I, com- I completely agree. And, and, you know, I think that... Um, I think that YouTube has been really the the um, the foundation for people that had a passion that didn't necessarily know how to 
um, make an income off of it, right? Because you can go on, you can throw up videos like this and uh, not that we're even remotely successful. Uh, one real subscriber, the rest are friends and family. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, it takes time and effort, but I just don't think a lot of people put in that time and put in that effort. So when you have somebody fronting the bill to, to get you to the point where you can actually make an income off of it, that's a, that's a huge, huge advantage. Yeah. Yeah. And to know if you're footing the bill, um, if the person really has the thing in it, the it, kind of it factor, not necessarily skill, because I think that work ethic is more impressive than skill. Oh, hands down. I've always said that, you know, most, the overwhelming majority of people that exist in this planet uh, are not skilled at whatever they want to do. They've learned the skill, yeah. right? They, they're just not naturally born being a, you know, a Picasso, right? They practice. Can you imagine naturally being born that way? Yeah. You're like, you, they take the diaper out and the poop is in this this little painting. Have you ever seen the movie, uh, what is it, The Curious Case of Benjamin Button, where he ages in reverse? Yes. It's such a good movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. The tearjerker, man. Yeah. What's the, how does that tie in? Because he was born old. Okay. How does that apply? It was a great movie. <laughs> I don't know, man, but it was a good movie. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. All right, what are we on? We're on uh, Money vs. Passion. Yeah, so we're still here. We haven't moved. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think that uh, to tie it on, I just like for me, um, is mortgages necessarily my passion? The uh, idea of selling mortgages to somebody? Uh, no, it's part, the parts of running the company is my passion. It's the um, actually problem solving it's the growth it's the strategizing there's the things like that so I, I i wonder if there's people that are maybe necessarily maybe unhappy with their job and if they have the freedom to do this because i know that not every company would yeah so this might be apply more to business owners but i bet there's components of jobs that everybody likes i bet there's in every business there's some parts of it that people like and you keep saying to me um if you're not good at something, take it off your plate and give it to somebody else. And you keep saying, no, I just have to get better at it. And then you keep failing at it. Yeah, but I'm getting better at, at, at assigning things to, to other people that to kind of make up for my flaws. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't realize there were so many. <laughs> uh, you're not that good. So I wonder... <laughs> thanks, Dan. Thanks. No let's, let's talk about Benjamin Button some more. Yeah, man. Give me, uh, me teary-eyed. <laughs> man. When he goes young and he becomes a baby and she visits him, man, <laughs> right in the fields. But do you think if somebody's um, having issues with their job and they concentrate on the parts of it that they like, like the marketing or the sure. finance or the planning and that type of stuff, um, I think that that's something that I wish that I concentrated on her sooner. What made me happy? What got me out of bed? Yeah, but I think I, I, and this is where this whole concept of hard work versus beats skill, right? Because I think the things that you naturally like are the things you're more skillful at, right? Um, but the problem with that is that if you don't do those other things at first, you would have never got to where you're at right now, right? So there, there, there comes a time where you have to I think perform, you actually, right? I think you're absolutely right. Because right. the things that I was good at with my job was networking. Yeah. And why am I good at networking? Because I can just talk without thinking about it. Sure. I didn't have to do a lot of prep. I like presentations. You had to clean the mugs today. Yeah, I did have to clean the mugs. Um, so I, that I think you're right where you naturally lean to what you're more comfortable with. Yeah, absolutely right. And and I think as you quote unquote become more successful, or at least get to a point where 
um, you might be on a firmer financial foundation footing, right? Um, you can start to bridge and say, you know, I don't want to do this, I want to do that. And I think that happens as an employee as well. It just takes more time because you have to prove that your worth is here. Well, there's this thing, there's this phrase called swallow the frog, and uh, it was do your least favorite part of your job first. Yes. Uh, and it was a strategy that I tried. Um, and then, so maybe if you find the things in your job that you like the most and you can kind of sprinkle them throughout the day and maybe even end on that note, uh, and you did the things that you'd like the least, maybe right in the beginning, and then you know for the rest of the day that you're done. Sure. I think there's ways to strategize the way your day is to maybe capitalize on what you actually like on your job. So if it's something that you're trying to make it fit, but you just can't stand some parts of your job, maybe see, okay, what parts of it do you enjoy? Um, maybe make that the reward, um, or even like there's ways to do it to get you excited for. So I, I really like. I, I like that concept. I really do. You know how I do it? Um, how? You just realize you got to get it done, so you just do it. Okay. All right. Well, I think that Dave just summarized any advice that you need in the world. I think so, so too. Is the podcast done? <laughs> I think done forever. Okay. Because Sarah's going to be sad. <laughs> <laughs> Without a doubt. All righty. Let's, uh, let's All first right. check my emails because I got another one. Okay. It sounds no, great. No, no, no. No email. No, no. We're... Listen, I'm the computer. Do you want to do the computer too? Do you want to do the. Do you want to take over all the admin of the podcast? Um, no. All right, so I can check my emails. Then. Okay, so oh, sorry, everybody. Okie dokie. Let's talk about bucket lists. Okay. What's on your bucket list? Um, uh, I want to get to a point in my life where I can sit on a rooftop balcony and uh, drink with zero anything. Like where I can just naturally enjoy that beer, not know that I have to go back and do something. Just drink that beer. I think that's a long time away. Could be. You know what's Could funny be. with that concept is that I, I think what I think what gets you there, the drive to be able to get you sustained, yep. would also make it very hard for you to sit still. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't think I, honestly, and this is what I this is what I, I I've said often, right? Is that this this whole concept of early retirement, right? Like I like this concept of being financially um you know, free and, and being able to retire and all this type of stuff, whether it be at normal retirement age or older, or a little bit later, whatever. I don't think I could, I can ever see myself at a point where I don't, I'm not doing something. I think it also depends who you talk to. If you enjoy. Sure. If you can get to the stage where you're sitting on a rooftop drinking beer and the only people you have to talk to for business are people you enjoy talking to. Yeah, sure. That'd be a good life. Where are you going to be then? Um, I'm just going to be waiting by the phone, buddy. <laughs> Keeping that phone charged. Just waiting for that call. I love it. <laughs> I'm like, did my phone ring? No. No. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I sent him an email. I know he read it in three seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Probably doing a podcast with another Dave. <laughs> oh, that'd I be the worst. I got another email, by the way. So that's your bucket list? I think a, a bucket list <sighs> Man, is, okay, a, is so, a list more than one. Yeah. <laughs> that's your bucket item. Yeah, that's right. I don't know. I, you know, it'd be cool to, um, uh, I, I, I want to own a very fast car. Okay. Don't have a specific one in I mind. I don't think that's on my list at all. Yeah, but like it's, it's, it's a thing that you want to do before you die, right? Um, so okay. I want to own a very, very fast car. Uh, I would like to... I think traveling to some more of the exotic areas in the world would be would be pretty fun. Um, yeah, but I, I I don't know. It's like that's a 
I don't necessarily have these crazy big dreams that I that <laughs> crazy I should... big dream of retiring early. <laughs> <laughs> no, you think so small. <laughs> uh, You're like, I just don't want to ever work again. Yeah, it, it'd actually be really cool to uh, to uh, uh, to you know what I do? I want to do. I want to live in an RV. Yeah, I've thought about that a lot. Yeah, I want to live in an RV. Maybe for six months. Actually, I want to do it permanently. My wife told me that I can go live in an RV. Her and the kid aren't coming, but... Yeah, she's coming to my house. Yeah. Just <laughs> <laughs> so want to be bossed around by another woman. Yeah. I um, Yeah, the RV thing would be interesting when your kid's like 10 plus. Yeah, but even imagine it beforehand, right? Because, um, yeah, it would be fun 10 plus, but you also got to realize in that age, they start to hang out with other people. They start to socialize. And so by being you know, secluded, uh, living in an RV, unless you're doing it in the Walmart parking lot, which I'm down just saying, okay. I'm changing. Yeah. Sorry. I meant like an RV vacation for like two weeks. (laughs) I didn't think that I was going in a Walmart parking lot with my family. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't listen then. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, I think, um, so just to be clear, Dave's bucket list is to abandon his family (laughs) and live in a parking lot. No, no. I want them to come too. Yeah. yeah, but if they don't want to come, it's okay. And you still go. It's abandonment. <laughs> <laughs> it was their choice. Yeah, well, it is. Yeah, right. I don't know. I, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't really think too much about uh, about dreams of things that I want to do, except for that rooftop. And we've been talking about that for for ages. Yeah, I, I, I'm a big dreamer, especially when it comes to my property because my property is very you know, adaptable, like you could change it and put stuff in. Yeah. So like this property is really big. Yeah. I thought you were saying more. No, I wasn't saying more. I was trying to fill in your humble brag. <laughs> okay. But I live far away. <laughs> no, I, yeah. It's not in the middle of Halifax. He lives up on top of a mountain with great views. All right. So, uh, what, a, one of the more, my house looks like a castle. One of my micro, <laughs> He has a perch. I should never have got that moat. <laughs> Bogart's is swimming in that moat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I want to get a real uh, farm. Yeah, okay. Like a real size. Big What's farm. the definition of a real farm? Um, like a 900 square foot with a concrete floor and some stalls and then a, uh, a second floor kind of hay burn part. Okay. Like yep. a real, with a nice big sliding burn door. Um, Are you going to build it yourself? No. And this one, specifically, I'm going to pay someone. This one. Just to be clear, there's multiples. Yeah. Okay. Because I, <laughs> I could build many sheds. Yeah. How many sheds? I can't build a house. Um, I guess since I've had it, one, two, three. He's counting these out, but I literally one, watched two, another three, episode four, of him five, filming for his brother where he did this. He's just doing six. this to show off. More humble brags. Six. I thought maybe it was seven. Six. Okay. Oh, so no, six. it's seven. You can't, sorry. Okay. It's seven. seven. Yeah, it's seven. Um, yeah. Okay, but so uh, but from big bucket list goals. Sure, I never. I I wouldn't. My family never traveled. Yep, we didn't go anywhere. My biggest trip is I went to Toronto uh, in a car. Okay, um, I guess actually my biggest trip is my honeymoon uh, to Dominican Republic. But my biggest like, how was that? It was uh, uh, bad or relaxing. Yeah. Okay, I'm the same way. Yeah. So like sitting yeah, on a totally. beach. Um, I, I would, I, I think Amanda and I would both have much more fun going with a couple. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
Interesting. Wow. Because it's like, maybe not you. No. For, I'll tell you why. Okay. If Amanda, uh, went with, like, Amanda and I went with a couple and she had someone to sit with the beach with and I had a guy to go kayak with, that'd be great. Uh, with you, I think Robin and I would kayak. <laughs> and then you and Amanda would just be drinking on the beach. <laughs> And then you'd spend the rest of the time uh, complaining about your sunburn. <laughs> <laughs> so that is uh, on point. <laughs> That's on point. Yeah. Yes, without a doubt. I don't. Uh, I don't burn very well. But there's parts of um, when you look at. Um, <laughs> so I would love to travel like Europe and stuff, but I just don't know when that would be in the cards. Like how old the kids would have to be. So that's that's the really tough part. Um, so I've kind of I've, I've gotten to the point where I've I've um, come to the conclusion that I need to start doing more things for Robin and I. And so one of the big things that uh, we had talked about doing was traveling. Almost every year since uh started uh, being self-employed, we said, okay, we're going to travel. But there's always been something, whether the business didn't do as well, you know, like AKA the first year where it didn't do nearly as well as I thought it would do. Um, whether, you know, there was some yeah. conference that got in the way. You, you didn't work very hard. <laughs> you should have you should have modeled yourself after me yeah yeah absolutely all right so there's always just been something that that's come up and then you know now we had amelia and so the question becomes okay you know if we want to travel to thailand are we really going to travel to thailand with with a one-year-old why do you want to go to thailand dude is there some specific thing in thailand that <laughs> you really know what it is it's, it's, it's because uh, i'm cheap ridiculously cheap and i want to go somewhere where i can maximize my dollar yeah yeah i think like going to paris would be nice yes um but those are the type of places that's expensive I, that's though, the type man. of place i think yeah but we're, we're talking about bucket lists oh i understand imagine that. my bucket list i was just like i think it'd be really good to drive to maine <laughs> yeah showed up to michaela <laughs> did an impromptu trip to maine <laughs> but um <laughs> and not anything against maine it's just very feasible for me to get there from nova scotia i think it would just talking about europe um so i was actually born in germany uh and i think it'd be very cool to visit a where i was born uh and you're born in germany yeah okay yeah what happened there uh do you know who your mom is no <laughs> That's a shame. no did you just find out now you yeah. never thought about it yeah yeah, uh, her name is Hans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a bad joke. Anyway, um, yeah, so I think it'd be really cool to travel in Germany. And like the cool thing about Europe in general is that you know we we think about Canada and the U.S. Everything is far, mm-hmm. right? Um, but Europe, you know, you're driving from city to city to city, and because you know there's a thousand years of culture, um, there's just so much to do everywhere. I have a lot of fa- uh, family in Holland. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> I, I want to move your mic and watch you try to chase it <laughs> to get the volume right. I got a lot of family in Holland, so I'd love to go there. Yep. See where my grandmother's from. Cool. Um, and then I got some family in Australia because the, the Australia'd be fun the, too. The Dutch, the Dutch, uh, my my um, what, what do you what do you call my grandmother's sister? My great great aunt. Sure. Yeah, my great aunt moved yeah. to Australia. Great, great, great aunt. I don't think it's great, great. No? no, I have no idea. Yeah, I think it's one great. But frankly, I don't care. But not like she's not great, great because she, she, I guess, was. How old is she? I'm not going to take it. How old is she? When, um, she, she passed got... away. Oh, so you're going to go see her grave? She's got family there. Oh, I've met them. When you I have? Was, yeah, they used to come here. Wow. 
Yeah. Okay. Because I think I think other people, I think because other people travel. Yeah. I met people whenever they came to me, which has actually dictated my whole reality of hanging out with people. Someone's like, "Do you want to come over?" I was like, "Sure." When are you coming to my house? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's 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 uh, talk about traveling. Um, I don't know how um, people travel every year. Like, especially if they do it as a family. Because um, I look even going to, say, Quebec City, for example, right? Uh, which you could get. I think some of it is the all-inclusive stuff can be cheap. Th- that definitely, right? I mean, you can go two people, you know, five-star resort down south for $1,500, $2,000. Everything's Are we going to do it? Are we going to do a Beers of Dave down south by ourselves? I would, uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Hey, uh, Amanda, um, I'm not coming home. We're I'm leaving not- tonight. Yeah, and even if we're not leaving tonight, I'm still. I just need to sleep. <laughs> My daughter Victoria, she's not sleeping. <laughs> oh man, you just pissed off half of our audience base. Just so you know. Oh, um, Sarah, <laughs> don't be mad at us. No, no, Sarah's on our side. <laughs> okay, good. Or for whatever reason, I cannot say Sarah. What Have do you, you, s- what do you say? I don't know, Sarah, Sarah, Sarah. Sarah. That sounds fancy. We we're talking about European countries. You say it with an accent. <laughs> That's fancy, bud. Mm-hmm. All right, it's a bucket list of traveling. Yep. Uh, another bucket list. Um, okay, this is really con- conceited and not important. Okay. I would love um, my whole life when I pictured uh, being a, a business owner or, or just in my life, I pictured having an office in a, in a high-rise building. <laughs> okay. Which when you – okay, what are you doing? I'm, I'm- – the, I'm messing with the chair. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't get the whole word out. Okay, but what? How did your chair go bad? I don't. Oh, there we go. Okay, oh. this is what I want. Oh, but now it's so like stiff. What is going on? Yeah. <laughs> just don't make the joke, Dave. Just don't make the joke. I'm just, sorry. I know you. Don't. You don't know what it's like. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on with this? Okay. I'll okay. Wait. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No. We'll, we'll no, wait. We'll wait for you no, to adjust we don't your chair. need to wait. We're good. I think waiting for you to adjust your chair is the best thing for a audio podcast. We're good. We're good. I know you're not good. Your hand's still moving. Now you're going down. What are you doing? Up, 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 up. Okay. Okay. We got it. You keep saying we got it before you even test it. <laughs> I know. It's just because I want this to be over. We're going to keep talking. Are you good? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. All right. My dad had a coroner office in a high res building. Yeah. And I think, subconsciously, that's what I thought success was. You're not going to make it until you have that corner high-rise building. It doesn't even have to be that high. I can get you a taller chair. No, but <laughs> it doesn't even have to be that high. You know the intact building in uh, Darwin Crossing? Yeah, yeah, that's a nice building. I would love to be in there. Yeah, that, that would be good. The rent must be crazy. Actually, we looked at that place, didn't we? I don't know if we did. We looked at a lot of places. Because that was really expensive. So um, we're not doing but, that. But that thing has become less and less important as I've gotten older. Yeah, because I think I think there is um, nobody cares. Well, a nobody cares. I think it actually hurts, um, especially in our industries. And I think that the cost does not warrant it at all. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely expensive. Yeah, right, crazy expensive. How's my sound? I moved my mic. Your sound's wonderful. Okay. For whatever reason, I think it has to do with your bassy ass voice. Um, How's my sound? Is that better? <laughs> yeah, actually, it was a lot better. Like you see the the lines, the monitoring, it it really hey, hey it tapers off. Do you want a beer? <laughs> That's hey. how you have to do the rest of the <laughs> podcast. Um, my voice sounds fine when you listen to it, okay. or when my wife listens to it around me and I run away from the room. <laughs> Why? 
just hate because I, I say such stupid things. We talk about things I don't know about. We're like, yeah, you know when the space shuttle went into the sky and then the sky was in the stars. So, yeah, but the, the worst part about that made... conversation is you're the one that directed it. You were like, yeah, they sent a truck into the moon. <laughs> the, uh, we're going to talk about it again. <laughs> now, we talked about that dog, bud. That poor dog. Man's best friend. It's so true, man. Yeah. Uh, what else is on my bucket list? I don't know. I think, honestly, my bucket list, I would really like to um, um, not have to work. Okay. Um, or if I had to work, uh, talk to like staff, people I like talking to, and then just like strategizing. You're going to hire a friend? Yeah. Uh, um, not you because you're too pricey. <laughs> but uh, showed up, showed out to my friend Logan. Yeah. Oh, he's on the payroll. He is? Yeah. That's, that's, uh, that's really good. Yeah. Hey, you got a really cool setup with your mic going on. I need to try to mimic this. What am I doing? I don't know. You've got like just on a cool angle. It goes right to your face. It's not blocking you. It actually it is. You can't see anything. But that's, that doesn't matter. Um, no, it's good. It's actually really cool. I'm going to try to mimic it. Um, okay. Bucket well, list. Anything else on your bucket list, buddy? I don't think I have a bucket list. I don't want to go skydiving. No? I don't really want to, you know. I want to go skiing. <laughs> just in Martok? Yeah. Okay. Um, Do you like a, skiing? Yeah, I love skiing. Can we go skiing? Yeah. Okay. Are you going to be like, it's cold, and then we're not going to go out anymore? No, that's going to be you. Sorry that I think. Um, Why do you think I'm so weak? <laughs> it's your wrist on camera. I know, man. I got a weak ass <laughs> wrist, dude. I can't help it. It's See, so every bad. time I, I pick up the beer, I specifically make it as stiff <laughs> as possible. Um, <laughs> we, uh, yeah, I want to go skiing. If there was like an activity, like surfing and like nah, cycling surfing, and all nah, that stuff, cycling, what, no. what type of thing do you think you would really like to be proficient at? Is it skiing? No. What is it? I you got to pick one. I really say. want to get into powerlifting again. Okay. So, like, what happens when you want to powerlift and you don't have much power? I was actually pretty strong for my size. Yeah, but because of like how you know savvy you are coming up with solutions yeah do you think that you would uh lift it and slowly get heavier or do you think you would just uh, pay someone to lift it for you uh depends on what we're trying <laughs> to optimize for right uh, do you optimize your workout with staff <laughs> yes okay it can't be a, a less relatable thing i've ever said in my life <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right what else we got okay we're uh we got uh, and we're only uh also i think surfing would be like you see people really surfing. Surfing. Well, imagine how calm it is. I did, there's nothing that you know what you know what you know. It's the same uh, problem as uh, any sport where you have to reset, and the resetting of the sport takes for friggin' ever. I didn't swear there. Got this. Like what? Like okay. Uh, like golf. Yeah. So golf, you hit your balls, can't find them. You got to go get one. You do at the end, then you got to walk back to the beginning. Now, I know that not all golf courses are set up that way, but, you know, depending on how large they are, you have to, like, do two rounds and blah, 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 right? Um, you do uh, surfing, so you, like, you know, you paddle your way out into the ocean. You're just sitting there waiting for the, yeah. You're waiting there for the <laughs> for the uh, the waves to come. The waves may never come, okay? And then you, if you succeed at getting on the board, 
Okay, you go right back to the shore, and then what do you got to do? You got to go all the way back. It's like the first time I ever skied, we were at a mountain that was just like, we only went to the Kitty Hill where it didn't have a lift clearly. It was a Kitty Hill because it was young. And you had to walk back up that freaking hill. Hey, uh, how does the ocean say hi? Hi. It it waves. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what you did. That's good, man. I whispered hi. What was your uh, favorite cartoon when you were young? Did you watch Pokemon's? Yeah, I watched Pokemon. What was your favorite Pokemon? Mm, I don't know, probably Charizard or something. Oh, Charizard's so good. Bulbasaur was good, too. Did I talk about how I... Yeah, I did. We talked about Pokemon. Probably. I traded my Dark Gyarados to Brayden Nelson. I don't think we talked about that on the podcast, though. Oh, just <laughs> just our own disputes? <laughs> Brayden, you took my Dark Gyarados, and I did it to get our, gain our friendship, and the friendship didn't last. No, I we wa- did talk about this on the podcast. Yeah, I so think I, this is episode one. So I want my Dark Gyarados back, and I want it now. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. That's Actually, good. the reason why not to talk about a friendship not lasting, but <laughs> there was this part of growing up where um, you went from skateboarding, everyone's skateboarding, okay. to, and it's not like people stop, but that was the thing. Yeah. And then the thing was like, be a rock star. And I am not musically proficient at all. Okay. So I remember. That, that one stuck around the way. Yeah, yeah, but I remember totally. being in uh, my buddy Matt Albright's basement. He was a drummer. Uh, and Braden had bass or something, and then Nick had a guitar. Nick was uh, amazing on the guitar. And then I remember I was strumming around on my electric guitar, not plugged in, pretending I was knowing what I was doing. But you knew nothing. No, I knew nothing. Okay. And the thing about uh, being a musician is that you really need work ethic. You, I, I don't know if everyone understands that. Uh, unless you're naturally gifted, but I think in, in 99% of the time you have to practice, practice, practice. Same thing as skateboarding. You I have think to even fall if, and keep getting up and fall and you just learn it. Yeah, they wrote a song about it. So get back down. No, no get up again. Yeah, that's a song. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a good song. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> um, so I think I was a lazy kid. Yeah, totally. I never learned really tricks. Okay. I never learned how to do a musical instrument. Um, I was good at basketball, but I just grew before most people. I so think, you probably weren't good. You were just the tallest. Yeah. Well, I think I got better at it because I enjoyed practicing it because I was naturally good in the beginning. Sure. So I, I think I was just lazy. Yeah, but you know, there's a, there, there's a lesson to learn there, right? If you're naturally good at something, you're significantly more likely to do it. Yeah. It doesn't mean you, you can't learn how to do something if you're not great at it, though. Yeah. But I wonder how, uh, like, my parents um, didn't never force me really to do things I didn't want to do. Okay. Why didn't they? I, I don't. I think by the time I came around. They had given up. They didn't care the same way. Okay. I think that's you, the You know what, though? There's a, there's a seven-year difference between me and my brother. Yeah. So I think by the time I came I was. They were like, "Do you want to play clarinet?" Like everyone plays clarinet, and I was like, "No." And they're like, eh, "Whatever." Yeah, they're like, "Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Save a little bit of money on clarinet lessons." Yeah, and, and they're, and, and they're I think, like, "Cha-ching!" And I think Dad was so happy that I played basketball because uh, he liked basketball, and he was just like, "You want to go shoot hoops?" And I was like, "Yeah," and he was like, yeah. "Yeah." Yeah. So like, I think that. Yeah, I think because I played sports, and my parents respected the sports, I think that was fine. But I, I, I didn't have to continue guitar lessons. I didn't have to continue violin lessons. I didn't have to learn that clarinet. Sure. They've actually tried. Like, I was in a violin recital. Cool. I forgot all of it. Cool. I did guitar lessons for probably three years. Yeah. None of it's remained. Yeah. Um, 
So, uh, but I, but with my children, I was wondering, do I force them to play an instrument? Because at this age, I would love to be at like a party, a host party, and I'm just like, yeah, so pick up the guitar. So really, make them learn piano. By the way, uh, piano is by far the best instrument. And we, and we own a piano because my we got my grandma's piano when she passed away. So I think it's pretty easy. Yeah. Thanks, Grandma. Thanks, Grandma. Uh, and, Grandma uh, Clark. Yes. Uh, I I think that it would be very beneficial to involve your children in as many activities as they want and as you think is beneficial to the point that they don't want them to do them anymore. It, there's no harm. I think dancing is important. Yeah. I yeah. never knew how to dance yeah. until maybe – and I still don't know how to dance, but I started understanding that no one knows, and, and then I just went for it. And I realized that if I was the happiest person dancing, everyone found I liked it. Yeah. Um, but growing up, I remember being at dances and then you were just kind of standing against the wall and no one wanted to talk to each other. Except for one fateful night, and I'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. It was when I peaked. Okay. <laughs> I don't know when we already talk about stuff. That's fine. You know what the problem is? Is that we talk just too much to- yeah, just naturally. That's why we started this, because we're like, <laughs> man, these are interesting conversations. At least we think we so. We think it's fun. <laughs> Um, but I can't imagine, um, like I remember I was at a dance. I went up to this girl named Brooke. Yep. Said, do you want to dance? Shout out to Brooke. Shout out to Brooke. Actually, and then Brooke said no. Oh. So no shout out, Brooke. Damn you, Brooke. Actually, you're a good person. <laughs> Jade, Jade, we interviewed Jade online. Okay, yeah. That's your sister. Okay. Yeah. Uh, That's good. Yeah, they said no, and then everybody kind of laughed. And then she, um, <laughs> talk about shame, yeah. complete shame. <laughs> that's a uh, talk. That's school for you, man. Yeah. My buddy, uh, Shane Crowley's like dance party. All because you had the balls to go up and ask a girl to dance. Yeah. I didn't know what to dance. Yeah. And I remember, uh, this older girl wanted to dance with me. I'm kind of going off topic. No, but it's fine, one of my buddy. big shames. Okay. She wanted to dance with me. Yeah. You said no. And I thought she was weird. She probably thought it was weird dancing with like a 10 year old. Sure. So instead of doing the dun dun, she had like one arm on me, and she was like dancing. So then I thought that's the way you dance. I put one arm on her, and I was like, "Okay, yeah, I, I, I'm ashamed of that." Okay, my one arm slow dancing. Anyways, <laughs> imagine imagine at that dance party, what would happen different if I was just in the middle, just busting out you moves. Know, let, let's think about something. Let's think about something. Imagine being a teacher <laughs> at a middle school or a high school dance. Because there's two parts of it, too. Oh, yeah. There's the awkwardness, and then there's the over-sexualization where you're like, oh. no, 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 don't do that. Don't, no, go, don't yeah. touch. Yeah. Yeah, that must be awkward for, for someone. Oh, totally. Can you imagine being a, 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 a parent uh, just helping out? And you're like, can you guys stop gyrating, please? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, why? And you're like, because I want to sleep tonight. Yeah, but now it's twerking. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Oh, can you? Oh, it's, just, it's too much for me. <laughs> children, stay children, please. Yeah, honestly. Anyway, uh, yeah. uh, Laura Olson grew up with her. Her uh, she was always into hip hop dancing. Um, so she taught her son how to dance, and he's probably I don't know seven, eight, or whatever. You should yep. see the moves. He's hands down way better of a dancer than me and you could ever be combined. Um, you think when he's at a dance, he's not in the middle, You're not giving me no, credit, man. putting out all his moves. That people aren't wanting to talk to him? I've had a huge confidence booster. And that's what I actually think is the the best thing about extracurricular activities is the confidence that it instills. Because I think also you find your group, like whether or not it's sports or whether or not it's music or whether or not it's drama. I think you you find a group of people that you can relate to because it, it might be harder to find those groups when you're older. 
Because you're older. You, you, yeah, but those those groups kind of go. I don't want to say they go away, but they almost become secret. You know what I mean? And so it's less likely to find somebody that you're have a true connection with. And I don't mean relationship wise. Yeah, I don't know. I, I maintained a lot of my career when I. Well, that's what I mean, right? Yeah. But you would have never found them if you weren't in sports or all this type of stuff. So if you just went through school, you know, doing nothing. Yeah. You know. Uh, yeah. I. Uh, anyways, teach. Teach. Uh, do you know I teach uh, kids how to dance? Did you know that uh, I was? Uh, I actually did sports in high school. Did you know that? Uh, yeah, I do. What did I do? You did wrestling. And? Wrestling. Do you remember what else? Uh, other than wrestling, yeah, you threw discus. No, I didn't. Uh, give me a hint. Uh, I was a runner. You were a runner. Okay. What type of runner? Uh, not long distance. You were a sprinter. I was. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I, was, uh, I did cross country running. Oh. So you want to know? Uh, an Is cross country uh, that to be rude? Yeah. Is this sport? What's the? What's the? I think sports should have. How do you win? Whoever gets there first. Yeah. Okay. Are you not just checking What are you it? talking about? I thought it was just bird watching. I'm in a fast pace. <laughs> what are you talking about? No. Uh, I'm actually pretty sure that I was the uh, like the third worst cross-country runner <laughs> in the province. How, how were you ranked wrestling? Uh, I was the second best in the province. Yeah. In yeah. your weight class? Uh, no, fourth. Sorry. Fourth. Are you the one that had a different weight class? Uh, so here's what ended up happening. Was uh, I... Uh, so the way it works in wrestling and I'm not, I, I did wrestling for like a year and a half, so I'm not a pro at all the rules or anything like that, but there's different weight classes, uh, and you can always opt to wrestle in a higher weight category, but you can't opt to wrestle in a lower weight category. Uh, so the best wrestlers on our team were in my weight category. And I, I, from my understanding, uh, there's only so many, uh, wrestlers per weight category that you can end up having, um, or if not, you want to distribute it so you have a higher likelihood of winning um, titles and stuff like that. So my coach made the decision that I was going to go into a weight category that was one weight category higher than my own, and I got fourth place. That's good, man. Yeah, out of four. Okay. You still did it. But I still got number four. I got a ribbon. Yeah, I don't think winning necessarily is uh, – it's just the trying. You got to try. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think What's so. What's your time? We're at 54 minutes. Yeah, but what actual time is it? Four o'clock. Okay. I got 10 more minutes. What do you mean you got 10 more minutes? This has been scheduled for an hour and a half for over a week. And, and, you already and, re- and you've already rescheduled me once. I get you until 4.30. No. Someone's <laughs> picking me up then. Okay. Somebody can pick you up then. That's cool. At 4.15. No, it can't be 4.15. Right, I can push it to 4.20. Okay. Sounds great. Okay. We got to get to our last topic. All right. And that is childhood teasing versus growth. And I think it's a good topic because we're talking about school. Okay. I think this is very controversial. And I think this very much, uh, I'm not saying bullying is good at all. Yeah. At all. Yeah. I'm just curious from what being teased as a kid, what it does to you from like a thick skin standpoint, from an adaption sure. to a humor. I just, uh, I'm just curious. Like I remember, and not always in good ways. Sure. But I think it shapes the way you are as an adult, how you were teased and stuff like that. Okay. Um, so, like, I remember being uh, teased uh, when I was, um, yeah, so, like, you, you get uh, <laughs> He's trying so hard not to be controversial. I get it, man. Yeah. It's good. So, just, um, I did. Uh, you regret this topic now, don't you? Yeah, because I'm, I'm trying to be appropriate. Yes. So, you think that 
not necessarily you think, but your 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 question is: Does teasing and um, um, and I'm not going to necessarily say bullying because bullying is a very negative thing, but teasing, you know, poking fun at people, um, if that hardens people's mental fortitude and makes them a stronger person coming out of it. Yeah, because you look at, just like, let's just talk about you as an adult and you're doing sure. some negotiation. Sure. Negotiation is a fairly broad thing. Yes. Um, you apply to anything. It's not just like contracts. Um, but it's stressful. And yeah. and what do I what do you find happens with negotiation? Who's the person that wins? Wins. Um, it's usually somebody um, that is kind of firm, somebody that's not going to get pushed around. Sure. Uh, unfortunately, sometimes somebody that th- is the aggressor. Sure. Um, I think more often than not, actually, yeah. Yeah. So when you have that thing where there's this there's this element of life where kind of the I'm just going to keep, I'm just going to use words that are normal. It's part of life where the bully sometimes wins. Mm-hmm. How do you kind of prepare yourself for that? Um, and, I, and I think as a child, it, when you're, or as a kid, when you're kind of approached by it, I think that's what shapes your ability to be able to stand up to people sometimes. So I think there's a distinct difference in our generation, and we've talked about this, in our generation and how there's the interaction at schools and socially um, versus how children react now, it's right? Because the internet makes it so much easier to be very cruel mean, to be cruel right yeah. and so i think that teasing and i think cruel for no reason i think people will be cruel for for very little reason absolutely yeah. right so i think i think teasing back in our day for the overwhelming majority of people was probably something that toughened them up and got them you know ready for the quote unquote real world well, that's cuz i would get um, if i took it too far yes there's a strong chance someone's going to punch me yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so. I think I think that so you know it would it would it would build up this mental fortitude. I think there was a percentage of the population and uh, that took it very badly and and had you know 100%. negative reactions and and obviously that that isn't desirable uh, by any means. What I think is true of today though is that there are probably significantly more children um, and just people in general that have very very bad reactions to teasing because of the anonymity that the internet provides and you can be very 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 cruel to people so how would you approach that as a father uh with your child oh yeah i don't know man yeah it's tough like that's the type of thing that you try to figure out how how to make it my immediate my immediate instinct is to to go to the school whoever and be like this has got to stop right now no offense or buts but then also like i'm a pretty uh, straight to the point guy, you know, it's, I'm, I'm very much like a get over it type of guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like, so like, let's just say you, you're constantly a helicopter parent, you watch everything, you make sure nobody ever says anything out of line, you always yep. protect them. And then they're out in the real world and they're fighting for jobs and there's somebody at their work that's, you know, pitching at their idea or something, some type of thing that's negatively affecting them at an older age. Or maybe they're in a some type of you know relationship with somebody that's more dominating and they don't feel comfortable. Sure, I think there's some negative aspects of an adulthood by by not somehow shaping your kid. Okay, but then on the other side, um, with the bullying, when you see these young kids that are depressed and they and they hurt themselves or they commit suicide or things like that, the most horrible things in the world because of bullying. Sure, um, which is so cruel and has to stop. It's this weird line of how do you 
how do you try to make your kid know that words don't mean what they yeah but i think i think it comes from a lack of perception though perspective maybe because i think that what when we think of bullying um we think of one thing right but the bullying that actually yeah, occurs is something completely different these yeah, days. Because what I think of bullying is I think someone's sticking someone's head in the toilet. This is just it, right? Yeah. Or, you know, uh, pantsing <laughs> somebody and, and all of that type of stuff, right? Yeah. That's what I think of bullying. And, and, but now I think it's more of, you know, I'm not going to say it on on, on here because we're definitely going to get demonetized, but some freaking hateful, cruel things that kids are saying to each other. Um, so I, I, I don't even think that we can necessarily even try to tell people that words don't mean or matter. I, I'll tell you the lesson that, that I want to impose on my child. And, and the lesson that I want to impose on my child is that um, she can do anything that she wants to do and that ultimately where she ends up is completely in her hands, understanding that there's going to be unfortunate things that happen that are setbacks, right? And hopefully with that mindset, you know, if something negative happens um, to where it's not going to be something that that stops her dead in her tracks, right? I got kind of two ideas. Okay. Um, and I'm I'm making it up as I go. Yeah. So it's just it, me being a father has just made me think of things more. Sure. Um, one thing is that I want them to um, make business plans at a young age. I want you have a lemonade stand. Okay, let's come up with business plans. Let's see. Let's see what went wrong. I'm hoping that at a young age, that's going to teach people teach them to pivot. <laughs> or at least the, the sure. concept okay you want to do something hey everyone has to come up with some business idea i'm going to put 200 bucks into the pot we're going to do sure. whatever you got to do but i need adapting you need to adapt because if there's no solutions based stuff um i think that's just a good thing to learn in, in life is that there, there's solutions there's ways to adapt always um but i think the biggest thing is confidence i don't know how and that's why i think that as a parent the best thing I can do is not shame my kid for any passion. I remember I tried out to bet cheerleading when I was young. And sure. I was talked out of it. By um, who? Uh, my family. Okay. Um, and then I didn't do it. There, yeah. might, there may have been something that... Have you been seeing these cheer documentaries that come up on Netflix? No. They're intense. <laughs> They're intense, buddy. Yeah. Just and to like, be clear. And I wasn't joining for the right reasons either. The girl <laughs> that I thought was pretty asked me to join. Um, That's the beginning of a lot of stories. <laughs> yep, absolutely. That's probably why I joined the football team. Um, but the uh, but from a confidence standpoint, if I can like help my kid become the best, you know, musician, help my kid become the best writer, help my kid become, or at least like give the confidence that you know, let's learn. What can you do to get better? Yeah, I think we both have the philosophy that it doesn't really matter what people do as long as they enjoy doing it. Right, well, I think um, I think just confidence in itself. Yeah, if there's something that you're very confident and proficient in, and you can find your group, yeah, and, and you and you know that you belong there, I think you could maybe I, I don't know, but I'm hoping you can help weather the storm of some of the kind of hate that you're going to witness. If you're like drama and you're with your drama people and you feel like you really belong there, and that someone else is being a bully that's not in your group, maybe and maybe you have one someone day we'll see to. them in Neptune Theater. Yeah, at least you have someone to relate to. Yeah. I completely agree. The only group that shouldn't exist is the emo group. Um, I hung out with the emo kids. Yeah, for a while. Did yeah. you have like bangs to the side? I did. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Can you making me a picture? I used to wear black stuff. I used to have a bracelets. Everything. Okay. So, do you have pictures of this? Robin probably does. Okay. So uh, uh, we'll put some pictures on the Instagram page. 
We're not doing that. You can't take it back. We're not doing that. Because I said it. We're not doing that. Yeah. We're not going to find them. Um, we will find them because it's one thing. You know what? Uh, Speaking here's, of teasing, here's the, here's, your wife loves the tease. So she'll the, find the photo. Here's the thing. If somebody has made it now over an hour into the, uh, the, the podcast episode, if we can get to 50 likes and 15 subscribers, we're at seven right okay. now. So this isn't a hard thing. I will release a picture. Okay. Do you know who made it through the whole podcast? Sarah Purdy. Sarah. Yes. <laughs> All right. So I think we're done. I I I know we're not. We still got ten minutes. Okay. If you want to go, you can go, Dave. What time is it? It's it's ten after. Okay. Can I, I gotta leave at four fifteen. Yeah, yeah. We can. We so can five more minutes. Let, five more up, minutes. Sum it up. Wrap it up. All right. We got we got anything else you want to talk about? No, we got not anything else. Okay. We're All good. Right. Everybody. So now, so now Dave and I are having an unbelievable blowout fight. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry you guys had to witness that. Yeah. Um. Did you unplug yourself? No, I was just. I've been playing with this thing the whole time. <laughs> Uh, happy it's just that yeah <laughs> um so this is beers with daves uh yeah. thanks for watching and or listening uh subscribe on youtube uh watch us on i don't know uh, apple itunes uh spotify what else pretty much everywhere pretty much do anywhere. you want do you want a list yeah we can put the list on instagram i need things to post yeah i've given you so many things to post you give me one picture don't. and i put it no, up i sent you five pictures when by email. I, I post them all on the same thing. Do you thing. even listen to I me? I post them all on the same thing. Do you even listen to me? No. <laughs> okay. What, what's this thing? You can find us on Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Overcast, Breaker. Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Spotify. We're almost soon. We're in Apple Podcasts, CastBox. If somebody wants us to mail them like a, a CD, would we do that? You know what? If you do it... <laughs> We'll do it. Okay. We're going to put a thing in there just in case this actually becomes successful. We'll send 50 CDs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But really appreciate it, guys, if you could subscribe and, and like the video. Uh, we're trying to make this somewhat of a thing. Um, end of the day, the goal is to just continually improve these these videos and these episodes. We've uh, determined that if we make any money off of these, we're going to put it right back into the podcast. Um, first first step is to hire an editor. Uh, I was going to buy a bow tie. You're not buying a bow tie, okay? So first step is going to be to hire an editor. Second step, we're going to get new mics, okay? What's wrong with the mics? I just want to upgrade. Okay. Okay? And then the third I, step... I get no control of this money. Is it because you bought everything? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to stop buying the beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the third step is uh, we can just roll in the money and make a video. Okay. So once again... <laughs> so delicious. once we get like a $2 paycheck, we're going to put the bills on the ground. Well, what about our sponsors? Yeah, we can't do those. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I can't even mention? We can advertise this stuff in Canada. Okay. Yeah. Dynamo Goods Brewing Co., Nova Scotia. And oh, just to it's, be clear. It's organic. Uh, they did not, uh, they did not sponsor us at all. We bought this with our own yeah, money, yeah. and we just enjoy it. And we're going to tag them in Instagram. Uh, so that's great. We touch tips? Yeah. All right. <laughs> no, no. All righty, everybody. Stay class, everybody. Yes. Cheers. Have a good one. Beers with Dave.